Today is October the 14th. Today we hear the Lord say, Rebuild. As we read through the Bible in a year, today we'll read the minor prophet Haggai sandwiched between Zephaniah and Zechariah and the first two chapters of Zechariah. In these chapters, uh, we're told actually in uh, Ezekiel, I'm sorry, in Ezra chapter 5 verse 1, at that time the prophets Haggai and Zechariah son of Iddo prophesied to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem. And we actually have those prophecies, which will take time to read now. In the book of Haggai, only two chapters, four visions that occur on four different, three different days over a period of about four months. And uh, the sum total is, you know what? You guys need to build my temple. <laughs> Haggai 2, verse 4. The Lord says, Be strong, Zerubbabel, be strong, Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all the people still left in the land. Now get to work. I'm with you, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Rebuild my temple. Haggai is all about constructing the building of the temple. Zechariah has a slightly different message. In the first two chapters, we catch that message. In chapter 2, verse 10, the Lord says, Shout and rejoice, O beautiful Jerusalem, for I'm coming to live among you. Zechariah says, Rebuild the nation. Haggai wants to see the temple rebuilt. Zechariah wants to see Israel rebuilt. The Lord says, rebuild. Let's hear what the Lord says as we read Haggai and the first two chapters of Zechariah. Haggai, New Living Translation. Haggai 1. On August 29th of the second year of King Darius' reign, the Lord gave a message to the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. The people are saying the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. Then the Lord sent this message to the prophet Haggai. Why are you living in luxurious houses while my house lies in ruins? This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Look at what's happening to you. You've planted much but harvest little. You eat but are not satisfied. You drink but are still thirsty. You put on clothes but cannot keep warm. Your wages disappear as though you were putting them in pockets filled with holes." This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Look at what's happening to you. Now go up into the hills, bring down timber, and rebuild my house. Then I'll take pleasure in it, 
and be honored, says the Lord. You hoped for rich harvests, but you were poor. When you brought your harvest home, it blew it away. Why? Because my house lies in ruins, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. While all of you are busy building your own fine houses, it's because of you that the heavens withhold the dew and the earth produces no crops. I called for a drought on your fields and hills, a drought to wither the grain and grapes and olive trees and all your other crops, a drought to starve you and your livestock and to ruin everything you've worked so hard to get. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of God's people began to obey the message from the Lord their God. When they heard the words of the prophet Haggai, whom the Lord their God had sent, the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave the people this message from the Lord. I am with you, says the Lord. So the Lord sparked the enthusiasm of Zerubbabel, son of Chaldea, governor of Judah, and the enthusiasm of Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the enthusiasm of the whole remnant of God's people. They began to work on the house of their God, the Lord of Heaven's armies, on September 21st of the second year of King Darius' reign. Haggai 2 then on October 17th of that same year, the Lord sent another message through the prophet Haggai. Say this to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of God's people there in the land. Does anyone remember this house, this temple, in its former splendor? How in comparison does it look to you now? It must seem like nothing at all. But now the Lord says, Be strong, Zerubbabel. Be strong, Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people still left in the land. And go get to work, for I am with you, says the Lord of heaven's armies. My spirit remains among you, just as I promised when you came out of Egypt. So do not be afraid. For this is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. In just a little while, I'll again shake the heavens and the earth, the oceans and the dry land. I'll shake all the nations, and the treasures of all the nations will be brought to this temple. I'll fill this place with glory, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory, says the Lord of heaven's armies. And in this place I will bring peace. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, have spoken. On December 18th of the second year of King Darius' reign, the Lord sent this message to the prophet Haggai. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Ask the priests this question about the law. If one of you is carrying some meat from a holy sacrifice in his robes, and his robe happens to brush against some bread or stew, wine or olive oil, or any other kind of food, will it also become holy? The priest replied, no. Then Haggai asked, if someone becomes ceremonially unclean by touching a dead person and then touches any of these foods, will the food be defiled? The priest answered, yes. Then Haggai responded, that's how it is with this people and this nation, says the Lord. Everything they do and everything they offer is defiled by their sin. Look at what has happened to you before you began to lay the foundation of the Lord's temple. When you hoped for a 20-bushel crop, 
you harvested only 10. When you expected to draw 50 gallons from the wine press, you found only 20. I sent blight and mildew and hail to destroy everything you worked so hard to produce. Even so, you refuse to return to me, says the Lord. Think about this 18th day of December, the day when the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid. Think carefully. I'm giving you a promise now while the seed is still in the barn. You have not yet harvested your grain and your grapevines. Fig trees, pomegranates, and olive trees have not yet produced their crops. But from this day onward, I will bless you. On that same day, December the 18th, the Lord sent this second message to Haggai. Tell Zerubbabel, the governor of Judah, that I'm about to shake the heavens and the earth. I'll overthrow royal thrones and destroy the power of foreign kingdoms. I'll overturn their chariots and riders. The horses will fail and their riders will kill each other. But when this happens, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, I will honor you, Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, my servant. I'll make you like a signet ring on my finger, says the Lord, for I have chosen you. I, the Lord of Heaven's armies, have spoken. Zechariah, New Living Translation, Zechariah 1 In November of the second year of King Darius' reign, the Lord gave this message to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, the grandson of Iddo. I, the Lord, was very angry with your ancestors. Therefore say to the people, this is what the Lord of Heaven's army says, return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Don't be like your ancestors who would not listen or pay attention when the earlier prophets said to them, this is what the Lord of Heaven's army says, Turn from your evil ways and stop all your evil practices. Where are your ancestors now? They and the prophets are long dead, but everything I said through my servants, the prophets, happened to your ancestors, just as I said. As a result, they repented and said, We've received what we deserved from the Lord of Heaven's armies. He has done what he said he would do. Three months later, on February the 15th, the Lord sent another message to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, grandson of Iddo. In a vision during the night, I saw a man sitting on a red horse that was standing among some myrtle trees in a small valley. Behind him were riders on red, brown, and white horses. I asked the angel who was talking with me, My Lord, what do these horses mean? I'll show you, the angel replied. The riders standing among the myrtle trees then explained, They are the ones the Lord has sent out to patrol the earth. Then the other riders reported to the angel of the Lord, who was standing among the myrtle trees, We've been patrolling the earth, and the whole earth is at peace. Upon hearing this, the angel of the Lord prayed this prayer, O Lord of heaven's armies, for seventy years now you've been angry with Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. How long until you again show mercy to them? And the Lord spoke kind and comforting words to the angel who talked with me. Then the angel said to me, Shout this message for all to hear. This is what the Lord of heaven's army says. My love for Jerusalem and Mount Zion is passionate and strong. But I'm very angry with the other nations that are now enjoying peace and security. 
I was only a little angry with my people, but the nations inflicted a harm on them far beyond my intentions. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, I've returned to show mercy to Jerusalem. My temple will be rebuilt, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Measurements will be taken for the reconstruction of Jerusalem. Say this also. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. The towns of Israel will again overflow with prosperity, and the Lord will again comfort Zion and choose Jerusalem as his own. Then I looked up and saw four animal horns. What are these? I asked the angel who was talking with me. He replied, These horns represent the nations that scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. Then the Lord showed me four blacksmiths. What are these men coming to do? I asked him. The angel replied, These four horns, these nations, scattered and humbled Judah. Now these blacksmiths have come to terrify those nations and throw them down and destroy them. Zechariah 2 When I looked again, I saw a man with a measuring line in his hand. Where are you going? I asked. He replied, I'm going to measure Jerusalem to see how wide and long it is. Then the angel who was with me went to meet a second angel who was coming toward him. The other angel said, Hurry, say to that young man, Jerusalem will someday be so full of people and livestock that there won't be room enough for everyone. Many will live outside the city walls. Then I myself will be a protective wall of fire around Jerusalem, says the Lord. I will be the glory inside the city. The Lord says, Come away. Flee from Babylon in the land of the north, for I have scattered you to the four winds. Come away, people of Zion, you who are exiled in Babylon. After a period of glory, the Lord of heaven's armies sent me against the nations who plundered you, for he said, Anyone who harms you harms the most precious possession. I'll raise my fist to crush them, and their own slaves will plunder them. Then you'll know that the Lord of Heaven's armies has sent me. The Lord says, Shout and rejoice, O beautiful Jerusalem, for I am coming to live among you. Many nations will join themselves to the Lord on that day, and they too will be my people. I will live among you, and you will know that the Lord of Heaven's armies sent me to you. The land of Judah will be the Lord's special possession in the Holy Land. He will once again choose Jerusalem to be his own city. Be silent before the Lord, all humanity, for he is springing into action from his holy dwelling. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll hear that the psalmist plants with tears and harvests with laughs.